You're listening to Cool Podcast Bro, a production of the Boca Bros. Welcome back to episode four of the uh, Cool Podcast, bro. I'm uh, Rich Coleman. I am Ryan Moser. I'm the better looking one that you can tell with the sound. I am the uglier, fatter, wider, hairier. Much one. hairier. <laughs> Awkward. <laughs> Way to get weird. First 12 seconds. Um, so let's just start off. It's been two weeks since our last cast of pod. So like, Ryan, what have you done? You've been like a maniac. Yes. Uh, we've shot a couple weddings. Uh must be nice. Had one here at the beach uh, at Pirate's Cove, uh, right on the water with a 30 mile per hour wind mm, that day. Gale. It's blowing a gale. So yeah, so that was, yeah, blowing a gale, definitely. That was fun. Um, and then we just shot one um, last weekend at like a really cool, if you're in Virginia, you may know it. It's the Frontier Culture Museum. It's like the craziest thing. It's like, it's almost like Jamestown, but like all these different settlements. So they have like an Indian village. They have like a 1600s, like English home, like all this weird stuff, but it was like really cool. Like an Indian village or like a native, well, like Ameri- Indian, like a, like, like a like, native American in village, like native American. Yeah. Not, yeah. not dot Indian. I got no, it. No, no. Like native American. That would, be, that would be cool though. Like teepees and wigwams. And actually they had a fire there recently. One of the, I love a good wigwam. I don't know if it was a wigwam or, or something, something caught on fire, but anywho, we avoided the fire and shot the wedding and it was Awesome. 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 Well, I did a I did a shoot for I'm gonna I'm gonna do a plug already. Do um, it. Lovey's hair salon in Kerala. How great are they? Lovey's is awesome. Uh the cool thing about Lovey's is I've gone to multiple salons, but like oh that sounds so weird. I've gone to multiple <laughs> salons. It's been great. Yeah, I've gotten my hair cut at a lot of different places over the years. And this is like just a drama free zone. Like you go in there and it's just like, ah, it's very relaxing and really good vibes. Really cool. Well, anyway, Ryan shot like 30 weddings, but I shot Lovey's Hair Salon and I felt like I killed it. Had a great time. We also, um, we got a wild hair like a week ago and we're like, hey, let's go to Norfolk two hours away and buy Apple Watches. Not even a week ago. And what did we do? Yeah, we were sitting around drinking coffee and Rich was like, you know, we, we really should get Apple Watches. And I was like, yeah, that sounds good. So I, I spent 30 minutes via text. Conning me in. Conning his wife in. <laughs> So letting us do it. And she was like, I don't care as long as you buy me one. So Ryan <laughs> bought two Apple watches. I just bought the one. I did. And so far, geez, uh, what are we, five days in on it? I I love mine. I've showered with it three times. Yeah, you've gotten yours wet. I'm scared. To I, it's been an mine. accident. Outdoor shower season, man, it's so hard. It's so hard not to get it wet. I bet it. Oh, yeah. Yep. Okay. <laughs> but uh, it's pretty cool. Like we put tide charts. We're on the ocean. So we added a tide chart. It's it's a pretty sweet little. Uh, sweet watch. It's yeah. a great way I'm to text it. at a wedding without the bride and groom knowing what you're doing. Yes. That was the biggest reason it, uh, Rachel and I really wanted it. Uh, we, we even used it this weekend to text each other. I mean, we were all over the place. Uh, she was with the girls. I was with the guys. So we were just talking to our watches and it was texting back and forth and it worked great. Yeah, Siri on the Apple Watch destroys Siri on the phone. Yeah, that's yeah, that's funny you say that because it feels like the dictation is better. And it just sends it. I like that. You had an issue with that. I love that. You just say, if you say, I have to cover my watch and say this. If you say, hey, Siri, 
it just starts listening and then it'll just text and do mine whatever. Just, I, yeah, mine just woke up. Really? <laughs> yeah, I think That's it awesome. picked you up. Um, well, what else has happened the last two weeks? Oh. Oh, yeah. You we, have a big announcement. Yeah. We found out that my child will be a boy. So this will be his unborn ki- child. My unborn child. <laughs> we found out it's going to be a boy. So we're stoked on that. Did a gender reveal with the family. And uh, we're happy to announce that Marty Coleman's coming in September. Marty. Marty. The only reason we named him Marty was from Back to the Future. Don't ever do that. Which <laughs> which last October we had Back to the Future Day, which is a great day. Yes. So we actually went to a Back. When, to the when is the baby due? Not. It's the wrong month. September. September. Dang. Isn't that cool? That is. But cool. yeah, baby Marty. We're baby stoked Marty. on that. I think I think it needs to be the littlest dick. I'm the I'm I don't know I'm a junior. You I, might want to explain that because now everyone's like now everyone's like so my father's name is Richard. My name is Richard. So when I was about six or seven, I started going to work with my dad every now and then because my mom was sick and stuff. And uh, all of his gross HVAC guys would like come in and they like my nickname ended up being Little Dick. Which <laughs> as a six or seven year old, you're like, it's I'm so cool. I got a little I got a nickname. I didn't even know what Little Dick meant, but it was cool that I had a nickname. <laughs> well, every now and then, Little Dick still pops up. I'll be at Walmart shopping. <laughs> And like oh some some old HVAC guy will be like, little dick, little dick, what are you doing, man? I'm like, oh, gosh, please stop screaming that across the aisles. <laughs> no, it just doesn't make sense. I mean, it makes sense, but like it's, it's embarrassing now. Gotcha. I mean, yeah, it's true, but sad. Um, so anyway, funny story about that is I was in a band. I'm a musician in a former life, and uh, we had a singer, chick singer, two years older than us, me and my friend Chance. And uh, we would like write songs together. It was like it was a pretty special emo moment. It was a bromance. No, me and the girl. Oh. Me and the two-year-old girl, dude. Come on, get real. And uh, true story, we were in Walmart or something, and I was just walking around with Molly, and boom, all of a sudden, this old, gross guy's like, "Little Dick, is that you?" And I'm like, "Oh, please oh don't gosh. see me." And I like started walking faster, and he, you know, he just kind of tracked me down. And was like, "Hey, Little Dick," and I'm like, "Um, it's not true. It's not true." <laughs> uh. Anyway, so Ryan wants me to call my son Littlest Dick. I'm like, you have to. His middle name has to be Richard, just to just to. Keep that family name going. We might keep Franklin. Franklin's a cool middle name. Richard Franklin. That could be like a double. That's my name. Hyphenated. Oh, your middle name is Franklin. My middle name is Franklin. Oh. We're talking so about maybe Martin. Martin I want to do, Franklin. I think it'd be sweet to have it Martin Luther Coleman. That's cool. Would that be cool? Anyway, enough about my son. My son. It's so cool. It's cool to like rub my wife's belly and be like, hey, boy. Just buy him a DeLorean. Make sure he's got a hoverboard. And Dude, the first, the first picture in the hospital is going to be him and a little red, uh, a little red vest and jeans, and it's gonna be like a Marty picture. I'm I'm ready for that. I'm stoked. I'll shoot the delivery. Ah, all right. There's so many people. That the lower come, part. I'll shoot the lower part. So many people come out of the woodworks so like, "Hey, can I shoot your delivery?" And you're like, "Ah, my wife's private in the downstairs area." It's like a, <laughs> it's like an awkward no. You're like, "Ah, uh, no, thanks." But thanks. But no. But thanks. So that's the last two weeks. Apple watches, gender reveals, and you know, Back to the Future, which is the best movie ever made. I'll say that. Like, I know it's one of my faves. It's it's great. Michael J. Fox at his all prime. three. Even I, I like all three. The first one was awesome. The Second first one was, one was the best. Second one was great. Third one got a little weird, but I like it. I liked it. I, I thought the Wild West was sweet. I thought that was cool. Yeah. Everybody everywhere will know that Clint Eastwood was the biggest yellow belly in the West. That was the third one. Uh, <laughs> uh, wow. Okay. Um. Off. What are our what are our topics for today? 
Okay, so we're going to kind of talk about second shooters today. Second shooters. Now, now what is a second shooter for someone listening uh, that I've been doesn't sec- know? I've been second. I've had second shooters only for like six years now, and I love it. What a second shooter is, is somebody you bring to the wedding that shoots also. So it's like an assistant who also takes photos. Would you say that? Yes. Like you and your wife are, there's not anybody, like you're the boss, but you're not the boss. You guys both do the same exact thing. And that's oh, how my business bro. is. She's, she's the boss. She the boss. She the boss. Second shooters for me do have all the same responsibilities I do. Like I'll shoot the girls while somebody else shoots the guys. Um, second shooter is very important. I had a college professor who said, the only way you can get more than one perspective at a wedding is to have more than one person shoot it. And that kind of stuck with me. So when you have two shooters at a wedding, you get two completely different, you know, artistic eyes. Like you see something differently than I see something. Definitely, so definitely. That's a very important reason to have a second shooter. I, I always enjoyed second shooting. Um, before, you don't have to do anything. Like second yeah, shooting is Yeah, the I best. mean, it was always fun for me. I, I did it for a couple of years, like solid. Like that's all I did before because I started. Because you had uh, to. <laughs> yeah, signed a non-compete, had to second shoot for two years, but it was fun. Dude, I tell you what, the best thing about it is you, there's no drama with the bride and groom. You show up, no, you, show you up, shoot, and you your hand your cards to the other photographer. It's great. It's it's awesome. And and I still do it. I mean, we we still do it for each we, other. Oh, yeah, me and Ryan second shoot. And the cool thing about that is it lets you be at two places at once, which is nice. Like, yes. There's so many times where like you've told the bride to get dressed, and she's sandbagging, and you're like, okay, now I need to shoot the de- decorations before people mess it up. So yes. you, you literally need to be at two places at once, and the only time you can do that is with a second shooter. And dude, I brought a third shooter before, like when the wedding's baller. Yeah, sometimes, sometimes crazy stuff. Yeah, I mean, you've you've come out with us for for bigger weddings or weddings we think are going to be huge, and dude, I I, I third are so I, chill, and we're I like, okay, we could have shot the single. Story. I third, I shot a third wedding with you. Uh, where was it? It was like some cool barn. Yeah, last October we uh, shot at. Um, oh gosh, it's escaping me now. It's not the Boar's Head. No. Um, oh gosh, now I can't think of it. Um, it's a barn right on a lake. I know that's like really descriptive for you. Oh, in geez, Virginia. it's a farm. Uh, Big Springs. Big Spring Farm. Boom! Yep, I nailed it. it. That wasn't even my wedding. Yes, um, Jill and her husband own. Jill Powers is uh, another photographer. Oh, cool. Her and her husband. I did not that. know that. Yeah, she's awesome. She's really good. Do they live in that house that's on the property? They do. Yeah. What? Why did we say right hi? Uh, they were actually, I think when I talked to her husband, Buddy, they were shooting a wedding in Richmond that day. So that's why they weren't there. Oh, that's cool. Well, anyway, Ryan has me there. I'm like, it's going to be, it's going to be, like, there, there were, there were literally wedding and like, it sounds like there. it's going to be big. And it was like the most chill, awesome couple. Oh, the bride and groom are super chill, but like they even showed up an hour late, kind yeah, of. Yeah, and it like didn't it didn't matter at all. And they like, were totally we, cool with that. And I there shot was no details. wedding party, and it was just very very relaxed. And it was about fifty people. But because of having a third photographer, we I was I was across the lake. I was like yeah, he was I able, was like yeah. a mile away shooting. It was awesome. He was able to get like crazy shots over the lake, like. Yeah, like a mile away. <laughs> Some of the best shots you get at a wedding are when you're completely bored. I'll say that. I will agree with that, yeah. Receptions, you're just straight bored at a reception. You're like, okay. Just hitting that cyber sink, watching those lights go off. Yeah, just pretending. Just pretending, making the pocket <laughs> wizards do their thing. Um, Yeah, being at two places in one. And, two- and it's definitely a fail safe. I mean, as far as like, I mean, God forbid. I mean, we've never lost a card or a camera or had anything stolen. But I mean... Ooh, Jeez, we have, we have sh- had something stolen. I'll, we'll talk about that in a second. Have we? Okay, we'll yeah. get into that. But I mean, <laughs> it'd be terrible. Like if you shot that, you were there by yourself, you shoot the wedding, you got to put a camera down, you've shot that whole ceremony on that camera and somehow the 
camera gets stolen or somebody knocks off the table. Hobo, falls a hobo steals your camera. I mean, you never know. But I mean, if that did happen, you still had a second shooter. You'd still have some images from the ceremony. The way we work at Coleman Shots is I rock two cameras and whoever I have with me rocks like one or two. I like rocking two cameras. I don't like switching lenses because the sand here is brutal and I like my sensor. So like at a ceremony, for example, I rock like a 100 and a 200 and I'm shooting yeah. tight. My second shooter will be like in the aisle somewhere getting that shot with a wide lens and like a 50. So you're shooting the same thing, but it's very different. But like, let's say like my guy, Tom dropped his camera in the ocean. There's nothing that he got that I didn't, if that makes sense, but it gives you two perspectives and it's a great like, oh crap. Yeah. Just in case. I mean, you never know. It's just, it's terrifying. And on that note, we could talk about crash plan. We could go into that. Yeah. Back your crap up. Um, I have a lot of redundancies in my workflow, but one thing my buddy uh, Jeremiah got me on was crash plan. Yes. $4 a month that backs up everything, every hard drive, everything. Yes. Unlimited. Yeah. The, uh, I, I dumped the cards from a wedding and then from there I have them on my desktop. I also have them on an external four terabyte drive. I also have them on a huge 16 terabyte network attached storage device that Rachel and I work from. And I also have them on a portable hard drive in a safe. And then they're also being transferred to crash plan at the same time. I, what is that? Like four backups. So I mean, yeah. And the crazy thing about crash plan is it'll back it up on your desktop. It'll back it up on your hard drive. Mm -hmm. So it backs it up. Like you each, the wedding is in three different places. Yep. Like it is so safe. And I've got so many memory cards that sometimes I don't even format the card until like the third wedding, if that makes sense. So I'll shoot I, another I wedding that. And then I won't format those cards to like the third wedding. And then you have all your JPEGs backed up on your Mark three. Yeah. My Mark actually, backup. I've got it in small raw. I can get, I've got 128 gig card in there so I can get a whole year, three to four weddings on that. Or oh. yeah, maybe, maybe probably, more. probably yeah, more maybe that's small more. raw or small JPEG or small raw. Actually. Yeah. Cause I've, I've already shot four weddings this year and I haven't formatted that card. Awesome. So. And probably my favorite thing, and I have to tell my clients this too. They're like, you know, sometimes it's a sale. Like, why do you need two photographers? And a lot of people like my off-camera work, my my strobe stuff. Mm -hmm. And I tell them, hey, if I'm there by myself, I do not have time to grab a stand, put a light on it, put it exactly where I want it, put a sandbag on it. Um, the second shooter acts as a grip. Um, that's like the most important reason I have a second shooter is because they can act as a lighting grip. I would totally agree with that. I, I did some I did some commercial stuff on the beach and like did it by myself, brought a stand, brought a sandbag. And it was just like, I mean, here on the Outer Banks, it's windy as crap. This one time last year, I shot a <laughs> wedding and I was supposed to have my friend come act as the grip. And then like that night he bailed. So I had to do it by myself and it sucked. I got the shots. Bro, you told me 24 hours before. I don't want to hear and it. And you're like, yeah, man, it should be great. And then I didn't realize I already had something booked. <laughs> uh, no grudges here. But you killed it, and that, yeah, and that, that's the the cool thing is Snobby Pretty. Me and yeah, Snobby Pretty picked it up, and they put those pictures with my freaking grandma stand, holding my big light and twenty mile an hour winds. <laughs> the grandma stand, but you can't tell. Um, so me and Ryan second shoot a lot for each other. Um, you know we trade. We don't even pay each other, which is cool. Like that's my favorite part of it. That's is the best part about it. Is like, hey, I'll shoot five for five hours for you. You shoot five hours for me, and we'll just keep a good record of it. And um, man, what's a We've second show. We've had some crazy things happen. We have. speaking of things being lost. This is a true story. This was my wedding. What month was it? Oh, this is the stolen you were talking yeah, about. I was, like, a, I was like, I'm thinking, I'm like, what gear have I gotten stolen? Okay, yeah, this is good. What, what month was it? It was hot. It was, it was hotter July, than like mid-July, hundred degree on the Outer Banks, wearing all black. 
all black pants. The wedding thus shirt. far was so we we shoot the bride getting ready. That's a crap show. And then like as I'm going to the ceremony site, I see the wedding planner, a good friend of mine, and she just looks at me and she says, "The bride's the bride's son is missing." And I'm like, "Haha," cuz I'm like really funny and inappropriate. I'm like, "That's hilarious." And she was like, "No. The bride's the bride's son is has is we don't know where he is." Who is like an infant. Like he was he was probably he was probably nine ten months old not one yet, and what had happened was is the nanny came like this nanny company came and picked up the kid and the the way it works down here is like your ceremony will be on the beach and your reception will be a couple miles away somewhere that can hold all the people. The babysitter came picked up the kid and took it to the reception site instead of the ceremony and didn't have her cell phone and had no idea. So everybody is just freaking out. So meanwhile, I'm on the beach with all the guests. Oh yeah. Just sweating. Just 30 minutes after the ceremony is supposed to start and everyone's just dying. I mean, there's grandparents just like sprawled out in the chairs, like drinking water. Like it was horrible. And at that time I get the text from him and he says, the baby has just been stolen. And I was like, what the heck? Nobody, nobody believed me. Everybody was like, what? I was like, don't tell anybody, but the baby's missing. <laughs> and I was like, uh, okay. So literally it was another 30 minutes. It was an hour late, the ceremony. The nanny shows back up with the baby and everything's okay. Like luckily the bride was cool. The bride yeah. was really The bride cool was like really it. chill for having missed her child. Like her child had been missing. I was, I was ready to call 911. Like, I was sitting next to some military guy who was doing like, was he the, was he the officiant or what was he doing? I don't know. He was, in, he was, he was, in, he was in his dress blues. So I don't know. Either way, he got crapped on by a seagull. It was, it was terrible. You wiped it off of him. That was nice of you. I did. I used my lens cloth that I threw. I, I, you I'm sorry. I literally away. dug a hole with my foot and buried it right there. So I littered. I apologize. Ooh. There's poop. I'm not going to put that in my pocket. <laughs> Dude, we've had some rather crazy things happen to us at weddings. I've almost been punched in the face. Yes. You, you, you were almost punched in the face. How did that? That was, um, man... Three, four years ago, I was at a wedding and everything went great. We were at reception time and uh, like it was one of those dance floors you put down in squares and it was like wood. A parquet. I don't know what that is, but yeah. <laughs> and uh, what happened is the maid of honor, super cool chick, um, she cut her foot like the, the stage splintered and cut her foot. So the wedding planner comes up to me because they're all laughing drunk. She was like, hey, go take a picture of that. So what do I do? You grab that camera. I grab my camera. I, I, I had my 1635 <laughs> with a Gary Fong on it. And I just like, I leaned my hand way up and I pushed the button, snapped one picture. And before I know it, this guy, it looks like if the rock and John Cena had a baby, that's what this guy looked like. Bro, he, that's, that's stone cold Steve Austin. That's what he looked like. <laughs> He grabbed me by the collar and just started like, you ever had like somebody drunk, like yell curse, like every word was a curse word, but like it didn't make sense. He's like, and you I instantly, was like, yeah, you instantly I was like, I was like, <laughs> I was like hyperventilating the groom, like literally gets in between the two of us. And he's like, that's my sister. I'm going to bleep and kill you. Bleep, bleep, bleep. And I'm like, do I hit him in the face with my camera? I mean, <laughs> magnesium I can, body. I, I was like, I could buy a new lens. Like I totally don't want to get killed by this guy. So I immediately kind of dip out and hide and I put my camp, I take the memory card out because I'm thinking about the bride, put a new memory card in in case the guy, <laughs> I have to break the camera on the guy's head. And um, what we do is we, I kind of hide in the cake, like the cake cutting nook. 
at the Curry Tech Club. And I see this guy. He's like walking around all puffed up mad for like the next half hour. And he's like talking to my guy who's working there. Tom's like, yeah, this guy's like, he's mad. I'm like, oh, what are we going to do? He's going to kill me. So eventually, like I like in a half hour and I kind of make my way, like I muster up the courage to go back to the dance floor. And I start shooting and the guy like taps me on the shoulder. I'm like, here it is. I'm going to have to kill this guy. Oh like, you know I mean? I'm like, I'm going to knee him in the crotch and then punch him in the face and then use my camera to hit him in the head. Like that was my, <laughs> that was my thought process. And he looks at me and he kind of grabs my shoulder again. He's like, dude, I'm really drunk and I'm sorry. I got really physical with you. So I look at him right in the, <laughs> I, I look at him right in the eye and as serious as I can say, I say, it's okay, dude. People like you are the reason I carry a gun. And he just kind of was like, you're not kidding. I didn't have a gun. I was just bluffing. <laughs> so that's my, I got punched in the face almost. Almost punched in the face. Oh man, it was brutal. And the planner and the bride both told me to take the photo and I gave it to him. I was like, I don't care. It sounds like rednecks at weddings. I mean, not a good, not <sighs> saying that he was crazy, crazy individuals at weddings that maybe shouldn't drink. I don't know. Whatever. Yeah. Well, but what that- happens is everybody's having a good time. And I understand it was his sister. Like he was like, oh my gosh, is she going to live? She got a splinter in her foot. Like I get it, but like, come, come on. That reminds me a lot of um, you helped me shoot a wedding. Was it Memorial Day? I guess it was. That's like a really big time down here. Memorial Day weekend. I don't and, know what story you're talking about, but I'm listening. And you helped me shoot a wedding and we're, we're waiting on the beach um, for the ceremony to start. And then all of a sudden, there's just so many people on the beach that day just because it's I mean, it's Memorial Day weekend. There's just tons of people. So and the, the thing about people on the beach is our beaches here are public. Yes. So you can be set up for a 200 person ceremony. And like some lady that's a thousand pounds in a yellow bikini could sit right behind the officiant and you can't tell them to move. Nope. Most people have the decency to, uh, to do that, but, um, to not, you know, be in the way, but some people don't give a freak. We anyway, people, we literally had people, um, drunk people. On, there were so many people on the beach that day. It was nuts, but there were people, uh, in their bathing suits, wet bathing suits came down and just sat at the ceremony. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I took, I took a picture. I took a picture of the girls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We've got a picture of oh, that. Oh, yeah. It was the craziest thing. And then, like, a guest is like, uh, you need to leave. Like, this is ridiculous. And, like, God. Oh, yeah, they were just sitting, like, on it the, blows on me the ground. Away. Yeah, it blows me away what people will do. It's crazy. Rednecks at a wedding. Dude, that was a... Uh, um, that was the same weekend that uh, Andy... That was the same day. Same day. Yeah, same day. So, I, I own a photo booth with a buddy of mine. He's a DJ. And... um. That's my, everybody works for me. Um, and what happened is he, he calls me and I got like a really weird text near the end of the night. Like I, me and Ryan are packing up from this wedding and he's like, Hey man, this is me again. Can you, can you bring your gun and help me, help me, uh, help me pack up? And I was like, what? He's like, can you, uh, can you go to your house? Like, where are you at? And I was like, I'm at a wedding on the way home. He's like, can you go home, get your gun and uh, pick up Ramon? Who's our, who's my other friend? Sounds like a he's, great he's wedding. A, he's a ninja. And he was like, grab, grab the ninja and your gun and come help me. And I'm like, why? And he's just like texting me very vague, like responses. And what was the story? Like how, what how, Like he got like, so the some- story was Andy was at this wedding and he got there earlier. Cause he, he was doing some music on the beach for them. Like doing some ceremony, ceremony music. music. And apparently when the ushers, these kids, like 14 year old kids that are in the wedding were ushering grandma down the beach and coming back some like drunk guy like stumbles over on the beach and like throws his arms around these kids. The kids freak out. This is during ceremony. This is like, the guy goes goes running. The drunk guy goes running and then like a bunch of groomsmen go chase him down. Oh yeah. And they beat him up and like, yeah, they beat him up or something. Well, I think what happened was is they shoved him to the ground and waited for the police to arrive. Citizens arrest illegal in North Carolina. 
So that happened. And then, uh, so Andy is back now. Okay. That's over. The drama's kind of over. Andy called the cops. He was the one who called the cops in the ceremony, like crazy wedding story. And, uh, so he's back now at the hotel doing the reception music outside on the porch. And then boom, like, like this car rolls up and like six guys roll out of it. Just kind of like stupid drunk. And they're just like just yelling and cussing. And Andy's like turning up the music. Like, I can't hear you. Yeah. So they kept like showing up like that. So that's why Andy was like, Hey, these guys are going to kill me for calling the cops on them and getting their friend beat up. And I was like, bro, I would have never came if you told me I might die. Like call <laughs> the cops. I'm not the cops. Um, so yeah, that's, so that's what happens when you second shoot, you get to hear all these random crazy stories. Oh yeah. I mean, I, I feel like some of the craziest experiences I've had have been second shooting. Yeah. So second shooting best money hands down and super fun. All the free cake you can eat. It's, it's great. <laughs> And it's always nice. I mean, I, I've shot a few weddings solo and it just, sometimes it gets boring. Well, it's, what happens is you, like, I tend to be like when you're in the moment and like, like people think I'm mean, but I'm just like very, like I have goals when I'm shooting and I'm so goal oriented. Like I'll get like burnt out. Like for a minute, I'm like, oh, I don't want to deal with freaking mom and the family right now. So your second, that's when you look at your second shooter and say, Hey, set this shot up. And that gives you like a quick little 30 second to a minute break that you can kind of collect your thoughts and be like, okay, let's freaking do this. Yeah. So second shooting, man, I cannot emphasize enough how great that is. Yeah. And if you don't have one, me and Ryan will second shoot for anybody. (laughs) True story. Worldwide. 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 If you're in Seattle, I might have a wedding there next month. I still don't know. Yeah. You might need, I might need a second shooter. We'll start a website. Secondshooter.com. What? I think that's already a thing. Maybe it should be. So that's our, that's our like little, little rant about second shooter. Um, second shooters rock. So what else is going on? Second shooters rock. Use crash plan. Yeah. Crash plan's amazing. We have an announcement. We could talk about that. We have an announcement. Which yeah. is which is we are having our first guest. Yes, our first guest on the show. We are having yes, first guest. And who is it? Drum roll! I'm doing it on my chest. We are having uh, Amanda Hedgepath. So what, Amanda what? is awesome for describe I mean, Amanda in five words. One, super bubbly, awesome, cool person. Five. Okay, I meant like five adjectives, but that's cool. I don't know. I was going to say like awesome, cool, maternal, maternal. Yes. Cute. Happy. Okay. So if Mike hears this, he's going to, he's going to beat you up. Who Mike? I'm not afraid of Mike. I would, (laughs) I'll use the force. I like Mike. He's like a big star Wars nerd. Mike is Amanda's husband for people that don't know Amanda. Yeah. They shoot together now, which is cool. Mm -hmm. I used to do that. Then my wife hated me. So we don't do that anymore. It we it worked for like knock on wood. It's still working for me. So we'll see the floor. The floors would hit it. <laughs> but yeah, um, we're gonna have Amanda on. She's and we're stoked. Awesome. The, the cool thing about Amanda is is she is like she's sincere. Like she's nice. You know what I mean? Like she follows that same mentality of you know us being buddies instead of like just mean competition. Yeah. And yeah, the Amanda girls- was Amanda was a huge advocate for because um, she just moved here like two years, two years ago? ago, maybe a year and a half. Um, she was a big advocate for the rising tide when that started for the the Outer Banks, which was really cool. And she's buddy buddy. Well, who's who's her, who are she's like knows a lot of famous peeps too. She's good friends with like Caitlyn James, Natalie Frank, and them. Yeah. Well, she kills it, and she does like workshops, mm-hmm. which is something me and Ryan have always talked about. We just are sissies and don't do it. 
But I mean, that girl, like I, I went to the pier one time to set up or something and I saw Amanda like doing her thing on the beach, killing it. She kills it. Yeah. Amanda kills a workshop. Yeah. So we're going to have her on. I think that's what we're going to talk about. We're going to talk about all sorts of stuff, all um, sorts of stuff. So when you, when you tune in next time, it's going to be the two of us and the the two of us, uh, two of us and Amanda. Amanda. Duh. I mean, duh. Hedge. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah. So next, yeah. Yeah. We'll have a uh, guest. So that'll be And and again, tweet us, tweet, tweet. Tweets, yes. Tweet us questions. If you'd like to tweet us a question to ask her or whatever. You can um, put us both in there. I think hers is Amanda Hedgepath at Amanda Hedgepath. And then we're at Boca underscore bros. Just tag us both in there. We'll put the best questions together and, uh, Try to stump us. Like we we were just thinking about questions to ask her, and I wrote it on a post-it. So I'm just gonna put that somewhere safe. Sounds good. Tweet us. Tweet. 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 Chicken. Well, thanks for <laughs> uh, thanks for tuning in, and uh, we'll catch you next time with our very special, awesome friend. Yeah, whip nene, y'all. Whip nene, y'all. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Thanks for checking us out, and we're excited to uh, see you next time. Or let you hear us. Next time. All right. Bye. Whip Nene, y'all. <laughs>